Hello and welcome to the second episode of Tayboy Cardi Radio. It is your host, yours truly, Tay or Tejana, whatever you can pronounce. I want to say thank you for those who have been tapping into my podcast and been listening dearly. Let me know if there's any topics that you want to hear being talked about, being discussed and reflected on. We're here to talk and open with dialogue. Today's episode is going to be a little different. It's going to be me in the beginning talking at seven in the morning about toxic traits and red flags. And then the next portion of it is going to be me at the Morehouse homecoming game this afternoon, asking the crowd what they think about toxic traits and red flags. So please tap in for the whole podcast. It's a little longer today, but all the same type of vibes. So continue to tap in and tell your friends about me. And thanks for those who are listening and will be listening. And I really appreciate you guys always. Much love. One thing I will say is that being toxic is different for everybody, and everybody's red flags are different. Like, I realized talking to my roommate that her, like, red flags for her, some red flags for her are not red flags for me. Like, I'll be describing shit to her, and she'll be like, what the fuck, leave him alone, or blah, 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 why did you ever entertain, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, because I didn't really care, like, you know? Like, one thing we we both disagree on is how, like, I'm somebody, I express, I really like Aquariuses. So, I'm a Taurus, um, Taurus gang. Um, But I really fuck with Aquariuses. I really fuck with them because they are so nonchalant. Like, I don't, and me, like, I'm pretty nonchalant. Like, I wouldn't say I'm the most nonchalant person I know. I wouldn't say that. But I'm, like, I can match the nonchalantness a lot. Now... When I say nonchalant, do not be alarmed. Being nonchalant and not having interest versus being nonchalant and having interest look like two different people. Now, if you don't like nonchalant niggas because they don't show interest, then that just means that nigga did not like you, like in my opinion, because I've met some nonchalant niggas that actually be showing a lot of interest and they know how to show a lot of interest. Now, um, for my ladies, um, for like anyone who is attracted to men, um, these niggas are not stupid. <laughs> they are not stupid at all. Like not dumb, not dumb, not dumb, not dumb. Like when I tell you they're not dumb, like I know us, we, we constantly state, like, men are stupid, blah, 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 like, these niggas are dumb, niggas ain't shit, blah, blah, blah. No, like, these niggas are not dumb. And I realized that. I, I realized that this week. This week, I went to this Y2K-themed event. Um, for those who are in the AUC, a lot of us, there was a lot of heads there. Um, I will say, like, Top Priority did their thing. Um, but my nigga, the niggas there, they understood the assignment. They was very Y2K, like, they're not stupid. Like, I didn't, I thought these niggas was going to show up looking regular. No, they understood the fucking assignment. Did they all look the same? That question is unanswered. But they literally understood the assignment. They put that shit on. They was all Mr. Put It On when it came to the Y2K theme. So what I will say is niggas are not stupid. They want what they want when they want it. And they will express that. Now, if we read the red flags in time, or if we read them at all, that is our issue. Like, (laughs) that is really our issue. Because women, we like to, we are so, I love how women are. I love how we are. I love how we just try. And especially if you're an empath, no matter 
no matter who you are, like, if you're an empath, and I feel like a lot of people are, but if you're somebody who cares, you like to see past what somebody is and like, and you love to see what they can be. And sometimes that in itself is a red flag. And sometimes that is toxic. It may not be toxic to the person you're with, but it's going to be toxic to you. So what I think is back to how these niggas ain't stupid. They're not. So if a nigga is nonchalant and he's not showing interest, it just means he doesn't like you. Like, that's what it means. That's at least from what I've observed and from what I know, if a nigga does not show you interest like that, he and he's nonchalant. Like, I've seen I've seen it with my own two, two God-given eyes. Like, nonchalant niggas know how to show interest. They know how to apply pressure. They just will not, and they won't care how it affects you. They'll be nonchalant about the effects of it in the process. Like, that's what they're nonchalant about. So... Like I said, nonchalant and uninterested are two different things. So, like, for me, I, like, I'll talk to my roommate and I'll be like, yeah, I love nonchalant niggas. And she's like, nope, fuck that. I hate a nonchalant-ass nigga, blah, blah, blah. And it could be the type of person we are. Like, she's a Leo. Um, like, you know, I don't know. I don't really justify. I don't use astrology to, astrology to completely justify somebody's entire character. But, you know, that should be added up. And it could be a placebo. But I don't know. All I know is that right now you acting like a goddamn motherfucking asparagus. So... I don't know. Like, that's that's how it is for me. Like, I don't... It's not that I'm, like, I worship that stuff or anything, but that shit be matching. Like, that shit really, like, a Libra do be Libra-ing, a Scorpio do be Scorpio-ing. Like, it just... That's just what it is. So, yeah, one thing that I said, like I said, is everybody's different. So, I know for me, like, red flags... And being toxic is something I've had to really, really understand. Because one thing I realized in just in this past year is that everybody's toxic when you're with the wrong person. Like, <laughs> anyone can be toxic. Like, there's not one person. Because toxicity is not just you being somebody who screams all the time. It's not just you being somebody who yells all the time and always wants to argue, like, just because y'all don't argue don't mean y'all are meant for each other. And that's something I realized as well. I was literally in the two relationships I've had. One was like one of those argument one of those argumentative relationships and the other one we like barely really did anything. Like we barely even there was a point where we barely even really spoke. So it and like there's nothing wrong with either one. They're both learning processes. But at the end of the day, like, neither one I felt were healthy relationships because both of them had flaws that were detrimental to both parties of the relationship, both of their characters. So I felt like neither relationship was helping anyone grow. It was just creating a bigger problem, which doesn't do shit for anybody. So, for example, like, my first ex like um my first ex him and I like we just used to 
argue all the time like that was it like that was just it like and you know relationships toxic when you gotta ask like when you gotta be like babe like we was doing so good this week like we was doing so good this week can we please just have a good day today like and like or you know like and for all my people that have been in toxic relationships like you ever had to turn your phone off and choose peace bro because you just knew what the fuck was about to happen like you just knew like you just knew you just knew you just knew you just knew like that that was some shit i used to do like i used to just turn my phone off boy when they came out with that do not disturb feature oh my god bro i never took that shit off i remember him putting his phone on do not disturb all the time after me because he wanted to start ignoring me i was like oh but literally, and I would have my moments where I'd be blowing up his phone like, what are you doing? Ah, ah, I hate you. Are you cheating on me? Blah, blah, blah. Like, on some shit, like, right? Like, oh, I'm going to kill you, blah, blah, blah. Like, type shit. And it's like, why am I acting like this? Like, you ever, like, I don't know if you've ever been in a relationship where you're sitting there and you realize, like, this person is, dri- is driving you out of your character or out of something you would innately do so for example me i'm not somebody that blows people's phones up like if i need something i'll i'll call you i might call you once or twice maybe three if i call you a third time and you don't answer do not i'm telling you don't call me back you're blocked you are blocked because why did i have to call you three times like three times is a force like what that is crazy like that is crazy three times like that actually wow like do you even fuck with me like little like i don't even know like it'd be personal after three calls like it's personal like you're not trying to talk to me there's no way you didn't see the the second or third call there's no way even with do not disturb on that shit be breaking that shit be glitching when you call three times like I'm so dead ass because there's people that are not on my favorites that if they call me more than one time, I still get that phone call when my phone's on do not disturb. So like, am I ignoring you? Uh, Yes, but that's besides the topic. But anyways, yes, being toxic, being toxic and being in a toxic relationship, being in toxic endeavors will drive you out of your character so i noticed like that with me like i'm not somebody that blows up people's phone but with this nigga i was sending him like i remember like looking at messages between us at some point and looking at all the blue like from my side like all the blue and i'm like wow but then there would be points where he would be talking to me and i'd be like oh okay like it was just bad vibes like it was just bad vibes altogether. like I, yeah, I just wasn't a good time, but I'm not blaming him. Like, I'm not sitting here blaming him and saying he was the worst boyfriend ever. Like, listen, I'm not going to say that right now, okay? But what I'm going to say is that we were both toxic to each other um, at the end of the day. And we both drove each other out of ourselves. Like, that is something that happens. And it's okay, like... It's okay to have toxic endeavors. You know why? Because they teach us shit. They teach us shit about ourselves. Like, I noticed, like, I learned. I never want to be with somebody like that ever again. Like, ever again. So now, when I see the red flags that he had in other people, I just leave them niggas alone. So that's what red flags are good for. Like, red flags are good for teaching us. Now, a lot of people, a lot of you people, and I'm, I'm saying you people, and I'm included, 
we just ignore the red flags, especially when we really like somebody. And, you know, do that if you want, but you're just going to be fighting the same battles you've been fighting your whole life. Like, that's that's one thing I realized. Like, I noticed, like, the same red flags I don't like in certain people now are red flags that I've been experiencing from people since however however old. And so if you keep entertaining these red flags, you're going to keep experiencing the same. You're going to be like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the biblical story of the wandering Israelites in the wilderness, but that's going to be you wandering in the wilderness for 40 years trying to figure out what the fuck is going on because you know there's red flags, but you're either so used to how the red flags are or you're so you're just so enticed by this person with the red flags that you can't look past them to 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 help um impact your own growth so instead you're stun you're stunning your own growth by accepting these red flags as what is the more logical option which is not like it's not okay like if you see a red flag in somebody you can one thing i will say is red flags are they are malleable now, what I mean by that is if somebody really likes you and you see a red flag in them and they're doing something, because that could be how somebody operates. So, like, if somebody, somebody, if you know somebody that is, if you have two people, right, so one is better at communicating than the other, and the red flag for the person that's better at communicating, so we have person A and person B. Person A is good at communicating, person B is not. Person A could be like, hey, I notice you're bad at communication, and in order for this to work, I'm going to need you to at least try to start communicating, try to start getting your ideas out, try to start talking to me, because I'm not going to understand what you want, I'm not going to understand what you need if you don't talk. And person B's like, yeah, 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 I got you, like, listen, I'm not really good at communicating, but I can really try because, you know, I fucks with you. And, you know, boom, there's there's a compromise, right? Now, here's going to be the issue. If person B does not actually try and be communicative and try to to do what they have to do, what person A is requesting of them, that in itself as well is a red flag. Because you trying to communicate and communicating your ideas, thoughts, and emotions to somebody, and they're basically saying they're going to change and they don't, that's a red flag in itself, along with the red flag that brought you to want to bring that up. So that's the thing that's why i say red flags are malleable because there are people like that if you communicate with them properly and you get your point across properly to them like not yelling not arguing not being um degrading not downplaying not gaslighting whatever when you get your point across correctly the relationship between y'all can be real fire because y'all are literally being constructive with each other so what like each person is able to bring to the table their concerns and that's what helps prevent, like, communication is a big-ass deal in toxic environments. And if y'all are not communicating, like, communicating versus communicating well are two different things. Like, me and somebody arguing and screaming at the top of our lungs to each other is a form of communication. We're yelling at each other. Like, that's communicating. That's getting the point across that niggas is mad. Like, that's that's the point. So it's not, you can still communicate with somebody without getting your point across without either party getting their point across the problem is communicating properly and communicating red flags properly and people i just feel like in relationships there is pride there's a lot of pride that comes in relationships and i feel like the longer you're in a relationship with somebody the more pride you have now hear me out 
I wouldn't say the more pride you you have per se. I would say the more pride you you develop. And this is why I say this. The more somebody gets on your nerves, the more tired of the bullshit you become. And the more you feel like you don't have to explain yourself and the more you're just like, bro, I'm not about to bring this up again. Now, this is not for everybody. I'm speaking from experience. I'm also speaking from what I've seen in people. Like, you be arguing with somebody all the time. You just be like, bro, this bitch again, this nigga again, bro, this person again. Like, whatever. Like, you you just be like, bro, this MF again. Like, why are they still, why are they hitting me up right now? And you think you're too good to engage in this conversation. You think you're just above this whole thing for this communication. So it makes it hard for people to communicate when there's pride in a, a relationship, when when you have pride. And I've realized that. I've realized that from experience. Like having pride in either trying to trying to build somebody something with somebody or being in the process of building someone something with somebody is toxic, like as fuck. Like, when, if you're going to like somebody, if you're going to love somebody, don't go in it with pride. Just don't do it. Do not do it. It's okay to, to show interest. It's okay to do all of that. Because when you don't and you're just pretending, you get people confused and you fuck up good ass moments in relationships. And if you don't nip it in the bud or I don't I never understood that saying nip it in the butt or nip it in the bud, whatever. If you don't take care, if you don't handle that shit immediately, it's going to turn into a bad thing. So, again, one thing I will reiterate is in order to, and I feel like a lot of people know this already, it's just a matter of doing it. It's a matter of really practicing it. Because a lot of the time, because of that pride, that just be like, you know what, I don't want to say this right now, or I don't want to keep bringing this up. Or I don't want to keep asking this person. I don't want to keep calling this person. I don't want to keep texting them. Like, I seen a post where it literally said, try not to bother somebody you really like is hard. It is hard. Because you just be want you be thinking about that person and you be wanting to say shit to them. But you're like, am I being annoying? Like, don't worry about that. If the person fucks with you, they won't find you annoying. And if they, fi- if they do fuck with you and find you annoying, they're going to say it. Like, <laughs> that's what it is. Like... And being with the right person, indulging yourself in the right person will also force you to communicate better because you want it to work out so bad. So that's one thing I will say, like, be true to what a situation is. Not only be true to yourself, like I know the saying goes, be true to yourself, but also be true to the situation you're in. Do not force your situation. If your situation needs to be forced, like if you feel like you got to force conversation, if you feel like you need to force these these interactions with somebody if you need to force a laugh like once once being with somebody becomes a chore you probably should start keeping your distance from that person because love in general and romance in general all of that shit even lust in itself is not something that's forced i feel like lust is this is completely off topic but it has something to do with what i'm gonna say and what i'm saying is lust is probably one of the most unforced things that I have come across because lust can often be impulsive. And what's impulsive is usually what is not forced. Usually, I would say. And so impulsive comes with instinct, comes with the first thing you want to do, your first reaction to something. And that is usually one of the most genuine responses. So when somebody says they cheated off on you off of impulse, do not believe them. 
please break up with that person. Please leave that person alone and please find somebody who is better for you. Um, that's what I will say about that. But when it comes down to anything that's supposed to happen, that's supposed to go down, it's not going to be forced. So if you got to force conversations, if you got to force communication all the time, like if the other person isn't showing you interest, just leave it alone because that's going to create a toxic environment for you. And it's it's okay to leave. It's okay to, to leave something behind. It's not personal. It's usually not personal. And if somebody does take it personal, that is their issue. That is their concern. That is literally, it has nothing to do with you. And like I always say, if the person fucks with you for real, again, you won't have to force things. So you won't have to worry about, hey, is this person going to be mad if I take my space? Like I said, if the person, like if I'm talking, if person A and person B, you know, are still talking and person B is now communicating, right? Person B is like communicating a lot, like over communicating in a way. And it might be getting too much for person A. Person A can be like, hey, person B, I really fuck with you. I really fuck with you. But right now you are, you are kind of, you're doing a lot right now. And I know I wanted you to communicate and I asked you to communicate. But do you mind having this, like, and they can have a discussion where they maybe come to a compromise where it's like, hey, maybe on, maybe this upcoming blah, 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 this upcoming evening, we can, you can come over, we can eat, we can watch TV and just talk and you can tell me about all this. But right now I'm having a lot going on or right now I'm just not in the headspace for you to be for you to be running your mouth about this or whatever. Like, you know, it's communication, like be real, like. And as, as a person, as person B has to understand, this is coming from a place of compassion, not a place of hatred, not a place of, of hurt. We are so used to being hurt. We are so used, all of us are so used to being hurt and bullied and downplayed and gaslighted that our pride is a mechanism to protect us from, from things that might be disrespectful. So what I mean by that is the fact that when somebody is constructively criticizing you or just trying to correct you, getting defensive is not the answer. And, and defensive looks different for everybody. So defensive for me is me shutting down. So like often I'll be like, oh, you don't like when I, you don't like when I yell at you or not yell at you. You don't like when I make those kinds of jokes. Okay, so I'm not going to be funny anymore. I'm not going to joke around with you. That's something I do. That is my red flag. That is one, okay, one of my many red flags. Like I said, I posted on Twitter. I got mad red flags. Just leave me alone. Like, that is one of my red flags. I'm learning. I'm unlearning and learning. I will shut down. Like, if you say, bro, you joke around, you play too much, I'm just going to stop playing with you. Like, I'm just going to stop fucking playing. Nothing's funny no more. There's nothing to smile about. Now, all we're going to talk about is real life shit, okay? Because you said I play too much? Okay. Like, that's me. That's how, that's literally my thought process. Because I hate when people tell me I play too much, because yes, I do. Because <laughs> yes, I do. What the fuck? You sad as fuck if you don't play too much. What's going on? What the fuck are you so serious about? That's, that's my thought process, though. I don't always communicate that. And a lot of people don't, like, when I first meet them, they don't know, like, how, how much of a clown I really am. And so when I be a clown, they be throwing them off. They be throwing them off because they're like, what the fuck? Like, you're, and a lot of them associated with childishness. But 
in reality, if somebody's telling me, hey, you play around too much, I'm trying to be serious with you, and you just be trying to make jokes about it, instead of me shutting down, I should be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And I should really focus on being in the moment and, and trying to be present for what they're requesting of me if I fuck with them. Again, again, I will stress, when somebody fucks with you, they're going to do what they got to do. They're going to do what the fuck they got to do. And I've seen it. Like, I've seen it. We've all seen it. We see it with celebrities. I've seen it with Travis Scott and Kylie. I've seen it with India and Dirk. Like, niggas, niggas, and, and just people in general, if they fuck with you, they know what they need to do for you and with you in order for shit to work. It's all about making things work. It's not about being a relationship goal. It's not about being, it's, it's not about being a YouTube couple. Like, it's not about being being like an aesthetic relationship aesthetic it's not about being happy it's about making shit work it's about making shit work to the point where you've reached a point where you're content happiness is fleeting happiness comes and goes i get happy when the calf finally gets something right i get happy when my teachers give me an extension without me asking but i could get real unhappy real quick if something else on that same day where i had those happy moments happens and I get mad. And it's happened. I mean, I've had several of those moments just this week. We all do. But what I will say is that happiness in itself is fleeting. And in order to in order to to alleviate toxicity in relationships, whether it be friendships, platonic, romantic um, relationships, whether it be family relationships communicating things is essential and also like i said being true to your situation being true to the moment like even family members if you got a family member that just doesn't fucking get it bro you just gotta trust them to be a dense ass person like you just gotta trust them to be that way if you have a friend who's a thief you gotta trust them to be a thief that's still your nigga like you don't gotta hang around them like that could still be your nigga that could still be gang for real just watch your damn purse don't leave your purse around that person and get mad at them when they steal from it. You knew they was a thief. You knew they was a thief. Don't be mad if your boyfriend a cheater and he cheat on you again. You stayed with him and he's still cheating on you. Like, don't be mad when your girl is, I don't know what she's doing, doing some wreck shit. Like, I can't think right now. It's about to be 8 in the morning. I'm not even supposed to be up. But don't be mad. Just trust them. Be true to your situation. If you're fucking with a nonchalant nigga and he's not showing you interest and you're still talking to him and you know you don't like when people don't show you interest, you know you're not that type of person. Instead of trying to stay with this nigga because he's drippy as hell or because he's cute as fuck or because he's always smoking you up, instead of staying with him because of that, why don't you just go find somebody else that's going to provide you what you need? Stop being with people that can't give you what you need. Like Don Tolliver said, tell me what you need. Like, he's like, a nigga will do what you need him to do if he's for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these, a nigga that's not interested in you is not gonna do what he has to do. He's gonna be like, fuck it. Like, who is this? Like, who is this? That's it. Like, I know, I, I know for a fact, like, everybody does it. If you're not interested in somebody, you're literally gonna be like, okay, like, who's this nigga? Like, who is this motherfucker? So, like, what I will say, again, is that red flags and being toxic look different for everybody. And you need, as an individual, as individuals in general, we all need 
to recognize what these really are. And when we see them in people being true to those red flags, being true to those toxic traits and recognizing the situation and recognizing, hey, am I going to be willing to put up with this and, and communicate and construct and construct is a keyword, construct a, a healthy environment for both me and this partner I have. Am I going to be willing to do that or should I just go look for somebody else? There's billions of people on this world, like billions of people being born, billions of people be, um, living their daily lives, billions, billions, billions. You're not missing out on shit by telling somebody y'all better off as friends. You're not missing out on anything. There's more out here for you. So instead of putting yourself in more trauma, recognize those red flags, recognize them toxic traits, and communicate. And again, construct. Because at the end of the day, communication don't mean shit when you're not constructing. Communication don't mean shit when you're not doing it right. So yeah, that's all That's all I really have to say. Just be true to, true to the situation. Trust that Things will move and people will move the way they are supposed to and the way they are intending to. All things have intentions. All things have reasons. There's nothing somebody has done with with complete ignorance. Like I said, impulse is genuine. Things are genuine. Moments, these moments are real to us. Like they're real because we're experiencing them. So take them as such. Do not be like, oh, maybe he didn't respond. Because No, like, listen, <laughs> listen, bro. Unless unless that person has given you reason to say otherwise, if that person is not responding to your text and they're posting on social media or whatever, they don't like you, leave them alone. Please, please save yourself the embarrassment. Please, bro. I'm telling you, people will be true to who they are. They will. You just got to let time do its thing. And you got to be true to the circumstance again. So that's all I have to say. I hope you guys really fucked with this episode. Tap in for the next episode coming soon for next week. Um, And yeah, just let me know what you fuck with it. And I'm open for discussion. You can DM me, you know, all of that jazz. And I'll be back with another episode soon. Thanks for listening. Always appreciate it. And I always appreciate the support. Have a great day and be well. Okay, so I'm at the Morehouse College football game for homecoming. And I'm going to be asking people questions about what their red flags and toxic traits are. Or like, what are they when they're looking at somebody? What are red flags to them where they're just like, ah, can't fuck with that guy. Can't fuck with that person. So stay tuned. Anyways, so I'm here with Jordan and Niche at the Morehouse College football game for homecoming, and I'm asking them what are toxic traits to them, and what are red flags to them, and why. Okay, so I would definitely say I have, like, three toxic traits, I feel like, that are just a big no-no for me. So I would say one is, like, if you're overly homophobic, like, I can't do that. Two, if you're, like, not real red, like, you don't have to be, like, a genius, but you can't, like, just be clueless ignorant. yeah ignorant like i didn't want to say ignorant or idiot but like yeah i just can't do that and then the third one i would say is probably if you're self-centered and like always find a way to talk about yourself i can't do that yeah we don't like egocentric niggas sorry and, um, i say 
Um, I say for me, my red flags is if you're nice, like you. I feel like when you look, when you observing somebody, you gotta look at how they treat everybody, not just how they treat you. So if you only nice to women you attracted to, that's a red flag. Paco, it's hey man, you have the most unreasonable red flags here. If her brother is too protective, why are you? What are you protecting? Oh my gosh, that's it's not your brother is too protective right now. This what? is you it's your sibling. If you had a sister, you would have anyway, been arguing on the podcast. Y'all. Anyway, back to Morehouse, bro. Oh, oh. That's weird, right? Okay, maybe. Um, anyway, if you're nice to only women that you're attracted to, then that's a red flag. That part. Um, if you're if you're spending too much time focused solely That's on your social game. presence than your own passions and your mm-hmm. academics more your so personality like that's that's not it um i'd also say just just how you show up like i'm i like low-key people i like reserved people so you just ain't everybody faces i don't like that and then I don't like if you lying all the time. Like you can catch a good ass liar from the jump. So you just got. They not catching me though. Oh God, they not, not catching me. Oh my God, bro. Okay, I have another one. I'm sorry, I'm back. But I just like I'm I'm very much a realist. So if a guy like has unrealistic like goals, like it's gonna bother me really like, a lot. And like I know that's kind of bad no. to say. Like I have to dream big. And, no, they can't. And I'll support you. It's just like no. I'll look at you and be like, okay, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> oh. Like if you're playing football at Morehouse, you're not going to the NFL. Oh shit! I got wait. wait. If you're listen, if you're a football player at Morehouse and you're dreaming big, don't talk to Lauren. Don't, don't, no. don't talk to Jordan. If you're a party promoter, that's a big red flag. Oh my big god. Red like, that means everybody oh and their mama God, giving that party bro. free. Damn. Yeah, okay, just, whoever's a party promoter, leave Niche alone. Oh, yeah. um, if you like to show But invite me to the party. Friends. Invite me to the function. No cap. If you like to show up for your friends, I don't like that either. What? Okay, they're, okay this is getting crazy, y'all. Okay, so I'm here with Paco and Kobe from Morehouse College, and I'm asking them what is a toxic trait or a red flag to them and why. All right, so really big toxic traits. I'm going to give you two for real. Oh so the first one, this is in regards to honestly filming nights. Bro, being too busy to make time, it's a red flag. Number two, having a protective Morehouse brother, red flag. And why is that? Why? Because what is he protecting? Exactly. Okay, okay, Kobe. Paco's canceled. Um, a red flag is... Oh <laughs> <laughs> Not dancing in public, cause like, why are you being boring? Like, no, that's you. That's you. As a man, I can do that. As a woman, like, bro, like, flaunt your gifts. You feel me? Wants to see some ass jiggling. Okay, okay. Well, if you are a girl who doesn't dance in public or you don't protect your Morehouse brother, don't talk to these niggas. So I'm here at the Morehouse football game, and I'm asking Madison from Spelman College, what is a toxic trait or a red flag to you? and why i feel like a red flag to me is like if i ask you why you like me why you're talking to me you don't have an answer like you should have some intentions when you're talking to me that obviously means like you just want to you know do the do it's not like they be like oh you're just a different vibe right and that's exactly like, like that is not an explanation or if they be like why do you like me like because you're pretty like okay i know like, exactly like, well, if you're a dude that um, only has a reason for liking somebody is being pretty, please do not talk to Madison. Um, <laughs> leave her alone. Yeah, stay away from her. All right. Here at the Morehouse College football game for homecoming, and I'm here with... With Jasper, follow Twin Sounds with an underscore. All right, and I'm asking him, 
what is a toxic trait or a red flag to him and why? A toxic trait, I would have to say, is when someone hasn't completely understood their trauma and things that they've gone through before trying to get with you. So you feel me? Because that, that's uh, that's damaging to me and could possibly be harmful to you as well. So don't get in a relationship unless you've understood yourself and understood your trauma you've been through because that's dangerous. Deal with your problems before you deal with him, okay? All right, and I'm here with... My name is Ezekiel, aka Dutch, you feel me? You know the deal, you feel me? Anyway, you feel me? A uh, toxic trick, you feel me? I don't fuck with liars. If I catch you lying two times, bro, you're gone, bro. Three times, you don't even get a third chance. Two strikes, you're out. Damn, so he's not gonna fuck with me because I'm a liar. Alright, so. <laughs> Alright, where is with Chase right now at the Morehouse football game and I'm asking what is a toxic trait or a red flag to you and why? Um, a toxic trait or red flag is definitely going to be not cooking. If you don't know how to cook, that's a red flag. Um, at this big age, why don't you know how to cook for yourself? Oh my that's God. So, so does ramen count? If you can't sauce ramen up to make it actual like some gourmet shit Whoa. then you're you're well, a red I'm flag a trench baby and that's all i know how to make trench it, babies i'll give you somewhat of a pass but still <laughs> you should know how to you should know how to turn a can of beans into a five course meal period oh. because you you got it out the mud you got to eat somehow <laughs> so why can't you cook okay all right so if you don't know how to cook do not fuck with chase just blogging that we have scored another touchdown. Um, we are 43 up and zero for Fort Valley. Um, there should be a mercy rule for football. Why the fuck are we still blowing these niggas out of the water? I know they want to go home. I'm here with Gino from Morehouse College. I'm D DJ from Morehouse College. And I'm asking them what are toxic traits and red flags to them and why. I said, my voice is fucked up, but oversharing on social media, niggas do not care about your life that much. You're not important. But, yeah, fuck social media. Oversharing on social media. Yeah, facts. Um, fuck social media. Um, you still be hitting up girls on Instagram, though, right? Yeah, so it's not really fuck social media. <laughs> no, but I was gonna, I was gonna say, it's more like just trying to portray your life a certain way on social media. We do that a lot. And then when you see them on, in real person, they're a completely different person. Like, they shy or whatever. That's that's not cool. Okay, okay, okay. So, that was that. Thanks for sharing, guys. And this is the last part of the podcast. So, whoever's listening, thank you for listening. Thank you for tapping in. And stay tuned for the next episode.